0: Hello everyone, I'm Ioni Butler and I'm the founder of Uplifting Content and uh, today I have a special guest for you just to give you guys a bit of background information. A week ago I posted a very random video asking the awesome audience of Uplifting Content to help me find a boyfriend because why not, you know? You're an awesome bunch. If anyone knows good people, I believe you do. And uh, my guest today, Christine Ramsey, is a dating coach and she reached out to offer me some advice and tips on dating. So thank you. Thank you, Christine. First of all, how are you? (laughs) I'm very good. How are you? (laughs) Very well. Very well. Thank you. Um, I'd love for you just to introduce yourself to the audience and tell them about you and what it is that you do. Okay. Thank you very much. Um,
1: yeah, my name is Christine Ramsey and I have, um, recently, um, set myself up as an online dating coach. Um, my, my own journey through dating, particularly online dating, um, inspired me earlier this year to um, see how I could create a business that would assist people um, going through this process. Um, so I, I had the idea earlier in the year and uh, went away and, and uh, got trained as a coach myself in order to make sure I could serve the people that I would be connecting with to do this. So I've created a 12-week empowerment program called Your Dating Buddy. And the idea is that it's a mixture of mentoring and coaching. So it draws upon my own personal experience of dating, particularly dating online, uh, which I did for about 18 months. um, And also offers the opportunity to coach around any issues that come up for participants of that particular program. So um, what I experienced when I was dating myself is lots of people were very interested about the fact that I was dating online and wanted to um, have a look at the profiles that I was matched with and, and ask questions about things and were sort of fascinated about it. Um, and I realized that actually I could impart some advice and um, I got to a stage with it myself where I got quite frustrated about um, having matches not not contact me back and and um, Just not being able to move forward with the process. So I I my background my my career background is actually as an accountant so I used my logical approach to uh, create a little system for myself for analyzing profiles and and moving through the information quite quickly So that I could start to correspond with as many guys as possible that would be potential matches and and Mm -hmm. I found that this information was actually quite useful to other people that I shared it with. Um, There was one guy particularly who contacted me after I'd actually started um, uh, sort of dating someone I'd met on the site. And um, I gave him some advice on his profile, how to sort of change the, his profile picture and some various tips and things. And he then went on to, to meet somebody and started dating. And I actually really loved the process of doing that. I loved um, just I would sit and do it all day long. So uh, from that, from that passion and that, that interest, um, I created my, my business and your, your dating buddy was born.
0: Nice, very nice. There's a really great TED talk about, um, I think it was a woman who, she made it into a science online dating and she had all this, she had numbers and stuff like that. Have you seen that TED talk? About how I, she, I,
1: I have, yeah. It does all the sort of how the algorithms and the stats and everything work in the background. Yeah.
0: I think she was talking more about how she has certain criteria and there are certain things to do with the person and, and a point system. And so she mm-hmm. could calculate based on their profiles and stuff like that a thing that would give her a total and that would be the person if it was over like 300 points she would meet them if it was less than a certain amount she wouldn't and it was really right. funny and it worked yeah she's a jewish woman and uh, met her husband so yeah I, I definitely think there's something to to um doing it in an analytical way for sure um definitely. Yeah, so just to give the folks at home a little update on my dating situation. So I posted the video last week and got, I got a decent, decent sized response from people. Um, it's a bit difficult because people were sending messages to like my Facebook page and the, and the Uplifting Content Facebook page and some people were texting me and some people were sending me personal messages. And so it was hard to keep track of everything. Um, I'm a bit, it's funny when it comes to like anything, I'm like, please follow instructions. (laughs) And so it was send an email with your picture and some information about yourself. And so when people don't do that, just in terms of work in general, I'm like, why can't people just do what it says? Um, So that was kind of interesting. Lots of people didn't send pictures, which was kind of interesting too, whether or not they didn't know to send the picture, even though it said and, and it was asking, or whether they didn't feel confident enough sending pictures. I find that very interesting in that for me, the difference between a friendship and a relationship is, is intimacy and like a physical attraction. And mm-hmm. so um, I'm not looking for a buddy, a pen pal, it was a boyfriend. And so I do wonder when people don't put pictures up of themselves, is it that you're not confident in you, which again is not attractive. Like you have to own how you are. Um, or yeah, why, why people wouldn't, wouldn't do that. Um, and then there was some, some really, really lovely responses. It's been quite hard kind of figuring out how to, how to, to, to date people that are either in a different country, which I don't mind because I travel a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm happy to travel a lot. Um, but just to get that, you know, just to get that going, um, and so I'm gonna, I've got some phone calls tomorrow with guys, um, to chat about. So that'll be fun. Okay. Um, went on a date with a friend, um, a guy that I knew, uh, I know him cause we both mentor, uh, kids with big brothers, big sisters, and we'd all gone out with our littles. And so he sent me a message, which was kind of cool. And it was nice. I think just people having to, the confidence to, we all just have to step up a little bit and be more honest about what it is that we're interested in and, and how we feel. And yes, you might get rejected. But putting it out there, if you don't put it out there, you're never going to get anything. And so that was nice for him to, to definitely reach out. And we went, we went for a nice hike, which was cool. But I just find it really hard. It's like, if there's not the, wow, you know, this person's amazing. If it's not that straight away, hmm. I mean, how, it's, it's just difficult. And I, and I do think relationships grow and develop and change. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a, in a dating world, like how do you know who to invest your time in to, to see if there is that deeper, like long lasting connection there. How, Cause I, I don't even have the time to kind of go through the emails right now, mm-hmm. let alone give everybody like six months of my life to, yeah. <laughs> to see if there's a connection there. So yeah, yeah. what would be your advice on, like kind of taking it from a written thing to getting to know people.
1: Yeah. It's a really interesting point that you bring up there about, um, people not being prepared to share their image with you. Mm. Um, because actually it comes up a lot on online dating websites where, um, people will, uh, put together a basic profile, but won't put a picture up. And my advice, um, is always to, to my clients who, uh, come across these profiles and are drawn by the words uh, but there's no picture there is actually not to interact with that person because at the end of the day when someone doesn't isn't prepared to sh- to show themselves to you generally it's because they don't feel that you will find them attractive when you see them mm. um, the other thing that can happen online is people will uh, be reluctant to share an image because they might be on the dating website looking for an affair or Mm. having casual connections so my general rule of thumb was never to contact anybody who wasn't prepared to show you their their face Mm. um i guess in this instance where you're um you're doing it in a a slightly different way um i would say the quicker you can get to see someone the better because at Mm. the end of the day there has to be that physical attraction there Mm -hmm. there has to be something about them that draws you to them and, and they are drawn to you. And, um, so I think it's, it, it sounds quite brutal, but I would eliminate the guys that aren't prepared to show you what they look like quite quickly. Mm. Um, cause what that does is then moves you to the guys that are prepared to share an image with you. And what you're looking for through this process is you're looking for the guys that are prepared to step up.
0: Exactly. That yeah. That's a very, very good point. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and I've, Yeah. I think, I think it's already really admirable for the people that have sent a message because a lot of the time guys don't even approach me or ask anything like that. I had to make a video for people that I, guys that I know to be like, Hey, I date you. It's like, why Mm -hmm. do I have to make a a video and put that out for you to say that it's because everybody's kind of worried about rejection. So I definitely think that, that, that that's important. And for me, a guy that, um, you know, there's self-deprecating responses as well from people. Oh, she'll never go for me. I'm not attractive enough and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, I just, and I, I just think that as someone who doesn't value themselves is not attractive, regardless of how you look. And there are people who are not maybe models, fit, fit the whole model criteria, but they're, they're, whether they're funny, whether they're talented, whether they've got charisma, mm. and they can date and date beautiful women or men or whatever. And so, but you, I think that that's the key thing is, is, is the confidence in yourself is probably the most attractive thing over actual attractiveness. Yes. But, so yeah, I do think they need to step up and show pages. So I don't think that's, I think it's kind of brutal, but I think it's true. You know, yeah. if, 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 and it's, and it's an interesting metaphor as well. Guys who are not prepared to show themselves. If yes. you're not even prepared to show yourself at the very basic level of just, this is who I am, then mm. I'm not going to get to connect with you on a soul level. If you can't even show your face. So yeah that's a good point yeah. so, then, so then, what about the, um, the, the the kind of how to take it from an email to how do I get to know these people? what do I you know like that
1: I think the the best thing to do is to to move it along quite quickly, so what can happen is you can get locked into a sort of a to and fro of messages where um, they're, they're sort of quite sweet and they're, they're sharing information, but they're not really moving things along. And that's okay for, a, you know, three, four exchanges just to get the basics, um, you know, physically, where are you? You know, how can we potentially see each other, whether it's doing something online or are we actually able to meet up in person? Because um, what happens when people communicate through these written forms is everything is very considered. If you send him a question on an email, Um, He can, you know, spend three hours and go and ask half a dozen friends and get advice and come back and write back to you. And that that's the danger with that is, is that everything is all constructed. Mm -hmm, So what you mm -hmm. want to do is to, is to feel comfortable enough that you've exchanged enough information that you feel that there's something there in the words there's something drawing you to the words that are being written. And you're doing the same for him. You're putting something in there. You're sharing a little bit, but not too much. Mm -hmm. um, And you're establishing some sort of commonality. So at the point where you do have a phone conversation or a coffee together, you know that there are at least some areas that you can, can start with to get the conversation going because all of these meetings regardless of what age we are and what we're up to are, are nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. So to have, you know, three, four things, shared interests, ambitions, um, that kind of thing. Okay. And the other thing that's good to do is to establish where that person is in terms of their dating life. So are they looking for that long-term committed relationship or are they just kind of not quite there?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did. Def- I think it was definitely very clear that I'm not looking for just, you know, let's just see what happens. I'm definitely mm. looking for a relationship. Would you mind taking your scarf off? Cause every time, cause it, it's rubbing on the microphone and there's yeah. like a little scratchy noise. Beautiful. Sorry. It must be cold in England. I forget I that. <laughs> Living in LA. <laughs> England problems. Um, all right. So then what would be your thoughts on at what point do I you know, cause I can't go on 20 dates with everybody. I just, I just don't even have the time to hang out with my mum who's visiting right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so at what point do you, how do you know after a date, whether it's worth consider like continuing on? Because I, it, it's a tough one because I feel like you definitely need to give people time for feelings to develop, but then mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm really busy
1: so are you talking about the point where you've maybe had a, a skype conversation or a phone conversation or a coffee or are you talking mm. pr- prior to that
0: so i'm talking after that actually so i've got calls tomorrow <laughs> sounds so ridiculous i've got okay. calls tomorrow with potential boyfriends um okay. and then like i say last week i went oh the, yeah over the weekend i went uh, for a little hike with a guy who i know who's really cool and lovely um I was just like how do we do where do we go from here like I, I like mm-hmm. him he's a cool person I'm- I don't know that he's my soulmate for the first of my life do I cons- continue to to do that or just move on to somebody I think I've just answered my question. I think yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> thanks, I think thanks Christine.
0: Good. I just <laughs> needed you here to,
1: <laughs> to help Sometimes with that. That's all you need to do is just to say the words out loud and think, well,
0: <laughs> actually, I have just answered my own question there. So, so yeah. Yes, he's lovely. But yes, okay. So, and then here's the thing. I'm, I'm very into um, integrity and honesty. And I feel like I don't, I don't like just ignoring people. I feel like kind of communicating something, but it's like, it's hard to say you're lovely. I, actually, no, it's not even hard. I've just, I've just figured out how to say it. You're lovely, but I just, I don't kind of feel it going in that direction. Mm-hmm. That's reasonable. I can say that, right? Totally. Okay. I think that's, I think that's reasonable. Okay. That's what I'm going to start saying. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm going to start saying. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, Christine. I just need you okay. here to like help me facilitate <laughs> my own decisions. Um, okay. So that's cool. Uh, what was the other question I have? Um, and also it'd be great if we have some questions from the anyone else that's listening. Like if you've got any dating stuff going on right now that you want to get advice on, um, feel free to reach out to, to Christine or myself to ask your advice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what was the process? Did you meet somebody with your dating?
1: I did. Yes. Yeah. Um, I dated for about 18 months mm-hmm. online. Um, I used eHarmony. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not affiliated to eHarmony or any particular, um, dating website, but I chose that one because, um, I hadn't looked into any of these kind of, um, forums or, or platforms before, and they are, they're very good at guiding you through the communication. So the point you were raising earlier there about what steps do you take when and how do you how do you form that basic pattern of communication to know if somebody is a good match for you eHarmony are really good at doing that they do lots of guided communication so mm. you can send smiles to each other and then you move to five sets of questions and then you move to free form emails and then you can move off the actual um uh, platform that they provide and, and obviously talk on your own phones and that kind of thing mm. um, I met um two guys that were lovely uh very different sorts of guys from the guys that i'd um dated and been in relationships before um learned a lot through both of meeting those those two guys because i I live in jersey and the channel islands and both of the guys were in the uk Mm -hmm. um so we did the distance thing so we the the good thing with that is you get to know somebody um, very well first in terms of lots of background information and communicating and talking and that kind of thing before you actually get to meet in person. Um, neither of those two relationships um, obviously it were were long term things so we, we parted ways. And then I met my current partner Martin uh, just over a year ago and we were both on um, eHarmony. And I was actually coming to the end of my membership, so I sort of did a strategic um, exercise to see who was around at the time to see who would be a good match. And he had just joined, so we connected with each other. Um, I sent him a smile. He ignored me. I uh, then contacted him again. He sent me some questions, and we we took it from there. So um, so yeah, my my uh, my partner is is came came about to me through online dating, which is why I'm so passionate about, uh, the connections that it can create. It's like anything else in life. It's a way of, um, meeting people, creating connections. Mm. Um, and I, what I would say is that outside of, um, using those sort of platforms, um, using, connections that you have family friends work colleagues all of those kind of things are really good as well lots of married couples like to to match make and Mm, one thing that mm. I do with with my clients is we do an exercise where we look at who their celebrity crushes and um, some people are really clear as to who that is and they have that person in their mind already other people are not sure at all so identifying who your celebrity crushes is really good because it gives your brain a visual image and a sense of the person that you're looking for. The other great thing about it is, is you can share that with the people around you. So if you, as, as you've bravely done, you, you put yourself out there and you say, you know, I I'm, I'm looking for a partner. Does anybody know someone who looks like Bradley Cooper? And what you'll find is that lots of people will run out and will look for people, that either resemble that person or have that similar energy to mm-hmm. that person. Now, quite often they'll come back and they'll say, oh, uh, Bradley Cooper lookalike has just started working with me. Quite often they don't look anything like the person, but the mm-hmm. fact that these people are acting as matchmakers voluntarily for you is really good. So that's the other thing I would say is be, be quite open and proud about the fact that you're, you're in the marketplace and looking for that mm. long-term relationship and let other people do the work for you because you'll be surprised how many friends of friends know someone who and because they know you, they are doing the, the kind of the, the matchmaking thing for you. So that, that's mm. a good tip to follow as well.
0: Yeah, I like that. I think people definitely do like to, to be a matchmaker. And mm-hmm. again, the, the, the biggest thing I've learned from this is just putting yourself out there and, and, and just being clear about what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had a, a question from uh, Grace, Grace, Grace Gratia. I think that's what it is. Um, how, can, how long can a relationship slash communication go online before we both decide to meet in person? So yeah, what, what do you think?
1: Very much depends on where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're an hour's train ride away, obviously that's um, very, very doable in a short space of time. Um, I've recently, I'm a member of quite a lot of dating forums, um, which aren't actually dating platforms as such, but lots of people are encouraged to connect on there. Mm-hmm. And um, I've seen a couple recently who have literally crossed the globe to to be together. Now, what I would say is you have to be pretty certain that there's a really good probability that you are going to connect. So the, the joy of the 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 internet and the and the web is that we can have conversations like this. So you can see someone effectively in person. It's not as good as being in person. So what I would say is try to get to the stage where you can um, interact with each other, even if it's just online. So you can have a Skype date, you know, you can Mm -hmm. set it up as a date, you can have, you know, your glass of wine and your candles round and and all that kind of stuff and treat it as if you are having a date Mm -hmm. and go through that really nice process of getting to know each other. And it's by asking those questions and, and sharing your the, the values that you have and your ambitions for your your relationship moving forward that you'll know that it's the 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 right time to to meet in person can be difficult if it's long distance obviously there's cost implications and and logistics all that kind of thing um, but as quickly as you can get to a stage where you can get a feel for because um, you, you never really know someone until you actually are physically in their company and there's some mm. statistics around how much communication is is verbal and how much we interpret from the, the signs that we're just subconsciously taking in. And it's a really high percentage. It's something like 70% of the information we take in is from body language and intonations and and those kind of things. So I would say don't hang around mm. in that phase for too long. And if somebody is reluctant to move forward from that phase, it can indicate that they are possibly not on the dating website or in that that space for the best of reasons Mm. Um, somebody who is in the same headspace as you are and as in they are committed to finding the right person will be prepared to take action Mm -hmm. so whether it's booking a flight or whether it's um, meeting halfway that's a good way to do it sometimes Mm -hmm. I would say don't stay in that uh, distant communication phase for too long because then you do end up just being stuck really and that that doesn't help anyone
0: yeah um, Ancor has a question, which I've got a response to, which is, does long distance relationships work without really meeting in real on a regular basis? So my response to that is, it, I think it completely depends on the people in the relationship. Personally, I feel like I, I actually really enjoy long distance relationships, because I find that if you're in the same city as somebody or the same town, you've, I very much become about that person. And it's, it's like intense. Whereas the distance allows me to still have my life and focus on my things that I'm doing and work. Um, but I need to see somebody at least once a month for four or five days once a month and know that that's happening. However, on the other hand, you've got people that are away in the military or you have people that go away on tour. And I think that it it definitely depends on the people. Are you getting the communication that you want? Are you being fulfilled? Um, so I think it definitely depends on the people in that relationship. What Mm -hmm. would you say to that, Christine?
1: Um, we um my partner and i had a kind of a an agreement that we wouldn't go more than two weeks we have gone up to four weeks because of various uh commitments in our lives we obviously both got established lives um physically away from each other but i would say one of the the things to bear in mind is can you actually being in, in in the same physical space at least once a month. I would say if it can be a shorter time period, um, that's probably better for you to be able to to form that sense of trust and, and the bond and those kind of things. But, yeah, it, and it, like you say, there are people that are, you know, working on oil rigs and are away for months at a time, that kind of thing. So be open with yourself mm. about what you need from a relationship, mm. you know, what sort of contact you need, Um, and quite often what I do when I'm coaching people is, is we talk about the distance issue. We talk about what the impact would be if they met somebody who was more than, you know, a train ride away. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's all about personal preference. It's what works for you. So, um, yeah, it is definitely an important factor time-wise logistics and money.
0: Yeah. Um, one of the things I was going to ask you as well is, um, it's interesting, like dating in LA, it's this whole world unto itself and it's, um, there's not, there's not like a dating culture in that it's, it's more of a hookup culture. It's a very casual. There's not an in. I just feel like a lot of men don't make an effort. And um, some of the message that messages that I have got and the guys that I'm wanting to get to know more about, um, are just very sweet and thoughtful and just considerate and just, just seem really nice. But what I find in LA is it's just like, hey, you want to go for a drink? Like I don't know. There's just not even that sometimes. Um, do you think that kind of romance is dead? Like, what what are your thoughts on dating? I I don't feel like... I'm I'm, I'm very different from American, well, LA women in that I don't think men have to pay for everything. Like, I like it if a guy asks me out to think of something nice to do and to take me out. And yes, if you're taking me out, pay for it. But I don't Mm -hmm. have this, like, expectation of I need to be a princess. Because Mm then I in the same way, think of really nice, sweet things that I want to do with somebody and, and take them out and do the same thing. It doesn't seem to be that's what it is anymore. Like, have you noticed that like dating is dead or like romancing or courting is dead? Have you Do you feel that way?
1: It hurts my soul a little bit to hear that because I don't mm. think romance is dead at mm. all. I, think. <laughs> I really don't. I think
0: I've just been like, yeah, it's just been too long in LA. That's probably what it is. Possibly,
1: <laughs> I think there's a, there's a thought now that, um, because we can, we can use Tinder and we can swipe left and right and we can we can almost you know we can click our fingers and have someone there instantly. Mm. That we've particularly for guys and this this is a generalisation that's coming up here, but it it does seem to be showing itself is there's a, a slightly lazy lion um, mentality from from guys around dating simply because women are are, are readily available you know on on your phone. Mm. Uh, so the right man will go through that old fashioned courting process. And that's, that's not, um, when I say that what I mean is that he will put the time and the effort in to show you that he is a quality man that you should mm. be considering to be with. So, and I think the right guy will certainly do that but I think because of the the culture that we live in and the availability of you know we can we can reach out to people almost instantly now Mm. there there is an expectation that men don't have to work for it and and it's it's an easy you know it's easy to hook up and Mm. availability of people is is high but I would say you know that there are lots of men that are going through those sorts of phases and enjoying it and why not when you're young and you've got the, you know, the car and the money, why not, why not Mm. enjoy it? But what happens is they then get to a phase where there's a, there's a void Mm -hmm. because the fun times don't lead to fulfillment. You know, Mm. the, the, the looks are starting to fade and, and actually there's a realization then that they're looking for something deeper than Mm. casual hookups and things. So, one of the key things that comes up again and again from lots of the the sort of the dating gurus uh, Matthew Hussey is a really good um guy he's got lots of YouTube videos about dating and and um, I've, done
0: a, I've been in a couple of his videos actually
1: yeah mm-hmm. he's really good about um identifying when a person is in the right phase of their life for you to be dating them so, um, I was listening to one of his, uh, radio programs the other day and a, a woman had called in and said, you know, I, I really like this guy. He's, he's everything I want looks wise and, and we're really compatible, but he just won't put the time aside for me. You know, I'm the, I'm the booty call at half 11 on a Saturday night rather than the girl mm. that he wants to take out for the date on Saturday night. And his answer was, he's just not ready. Mm. He's not in that phase of his life. He's not in the commitment phase. So when I take people through the dating program one of the first things that I ask them is why, why now? Why love now? Mm. And unless the answer to that question is I'm ready. Well, my next question is, well, why are you ready? Unless they can show that they are at that point where they're, they're ready to, put the time and it is it's work it's time it's effort it's money potentially Mm. um then they're just not in the right space to be doing that so it's finding someone who is at the right stage of their life as as you are Mm. and that right person will take it at the right pace and will will date in the in traditional sort of romantic sense if you like so i Mm. firmly believe that romance is still alive definitely
0: Oh, nice! Yeah, you're right. There definitely is the right people that are interested in that. Mm. Um, Jen says, "I love the fact that you're broadcasting this topic. Uh, it might even make people feel more comfortable to be open and honest uh, that they want to share their life with someone, and that single life is not something that they, ha- and the single life is not something they have to put up a pretense to be happy with, or the opposite that they might seem desperate." Beautiful. So yeah, just about being open, and I agree. I'm all for just being more raw and real with what's mm. going on. JP says this is a great point. Not everyone is ready uh, for or wants love. Exactly, and that that that's a really great point. David says that's definitely the hard part, right there, finding someone that is ready. Mm. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah, finding someone that's ready. But then I think you know, and it's okay with walking away from somebody if if they're not ready. If the, there was, um, one of my favorite books is the four agreements by Don Miguel. I love it. Yes. Yeah. And in it, he says it's much easier to find somebody who is what you want rather than making somebody who isn't what you want into what you want. And, it, and I think that's the same with somebody trying to find, find someone who's ready rather than someone who isn't ready and trying to force that upon them. I think it's just yes. understanding and accepting. And I talk about this a lot the stories that we make up about ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know we're we're meant to be together. I, I I love him so much. Why isn't he? Whatever. And it's just stop those stories. If somebody's not ready, if they're not, if they're not, if, they're, if you're just their booty call cool and they're not taking you on a date, mm. then don't make stories about it. That's that's what you're being presented with, and act accordingly. So, yeah, yeah definitely. Jeff also says, I wish you the best and hope the tips help you in singles and the singles listed below. In my experience, the best relationships I've had were ones I formed over time before I started dating them. My wife included. We met in college and were friends first before we began dating. 26 years later, we're still going strong. Jeff, that's a fantastic point. I do, Love it. I, I do like that too. Yeah. Um, awesome. Well, Christine, thank you so much for your time and for reaching out and uh, all your fabulous advice. I'll put, um, I'm going to tag your Facebook page. And what was the name of the program that you have? Um, your Dating Buddy. You're dating.
1: Um, so I'm due to launch the actual Facebook page for that and the website uh, probably next week or the week after. But if anybody's interested in it and wants to have a chat or, or wants more information, I've actually produced a um, quite a nice PDF um, document that shows you seven ways to make your dating profile shine. And mm-hmm. in there, it's some really sort of bite-sized information about profile pictures and how to structure your, your words in there and a few tips and pointers and things. So if anybody wants a copy of that, if they comment in the comments below, then I'm very happy to make contact and send that out to them.
0: Perfect. Sounds like a plan. All Wonderful. Right. Well, thank you again. Have a lovely weekend. And uh, thanks everyone that joined the call. You're welcome, Encore. <laughs> Um Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Let's Talk About with me, Ioni Butler. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, and if you like it, please leave a review on iTunes. For more information, go to IoneButler.com or upliftingcontent.com. Speak to you soon.